Time for a spooky A to Z. Ooh, it's Halloween. Yes. The A stands for... Adulterer? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> oh, wait, no. That was Scarlet Letter. Yeah. Oh. There's nothing scary about that, about adultery, is there? Not, not anymore. There was back in puritanical days. Unless your wife has a way better lawyer than you. Huh. Then you're losing half your shit. That's true. <laughs> I am America's dead beating heart. Trying to make it spooky. It didn't work. <laughs> but I'm Andrew. Probably should have wrote something down before we started this. Yeah. I am, You know I'm not good at improv. I am undead failed comedian Zach. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'll just cut all that out. <laughs> we'll just, you know what? Let's let's start the podcast now. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hey, 50 well. seconds and we're in. What's going on, buddy? Uh, not too much, really. Yeah? Yeah. Feeling good? It's Halloween, man. It's my favorite holiday. I'm so yeah. excited. I can't not feel good. This is the best. We got man. a we got a fun night ahead of us here. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've we've ever planned anything after, like directly after a podcast. Yeah. I just figure usually it's you know like the middle of the week and we both just want to go home and collapse. Because, yeah, basically. Yeah. Or but, we'll just like drink a lot and watch YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. That happens too. Yeah, if we weren't going to the Rocky Horror Show tonight, we, we could have watched more ghost videos on YouTube today. That's true, but there's a lot of them added today. Probably. I love doing that so much. <laughs> Those are so much fun, because they're always, like, the fakest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And you watch them, you're like, yeah, no, that's not real. And then, like, you read the comments, everyone's like, yeah, I remember one time my grandma passed through a wall, and then that demon uh, touched her in the pussy. And, uh, yeah, she always talked about that at Christmas, so at this Christmas. is real. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, your grandmother was just crazy. I'm sorry, Bubba. Speaking of spooky, uh, me and Emma just started watching Salem again. Okay. Which, I don't, did you ever watch Salem? Never did, no. It's a fairly good show. Uh, we started it from the beginning because of my restart-itis because I don't remember much of what happened. Mm-hmm. So it just it carries over from video games and everything? It carries over everything. I never okay. finish any. I'm terrible at finishing. I don't know why. That's true. I'm we are halfway through the Halloween movies. Do we have to restart that when we start again? No, okay. we've seen those so many times. You don't uh, have to restart. I that. don't know if I can sit through three and five again. <laughs> three is a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh God, that one season of the witch. Yeah. And you were all like, "No, I think you're gonna like it, man." Whenever we go back through it, I think yeah, I was really drunk. I was last like, time. "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> season of the witch is honestly probably one of the worst films ever made. Yeah. They're like they had no fucking clue what they were doing in that movie. That's another thing I was thinking about too, like. We watched 3, 4, and 5, but I don't know if we talked about it here, even though we were planning to. I thought we talked about 3. Did we? Okay. Because we watched all three of them back to back. Yeah. Yeah, we just did like one night. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we talked about 3, because I had to talk about 3, because there was just so much fun in that movie. See, it's so hard to remember what we've talked about. I know, I'm starting to blend together. Well, it's like that and the fact that our normal conversations sound like the podcast. Yeah, it's really not much different. There is no difference other than the fact that we both have headphones on and a microphone in front of us right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you carry yours around all all the time with you. That is true. Yeah. Gonna make sure people can hear me. Yeah. What's the point of having this beautiful voice and all these great thoughts if no one's gonna hear it? It's true. Yours is a lot better than mine. (laughs) I've noticed that in the editing process. No, really? Yeah, you really enunciate a lot better than me. Theater. I've got a I've got a bit of a slur, I think, even when I'm like sober. Yeah, like lazy mouth. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you, you gotta remember, I was in theater a lot. So, like, that's, like, that's true. drilled into I your brain. I feel like I need to do, like, some stuttering bill exercises before we start or something. Yeah, like the King speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great movie, by the way. Did you watch that? Still haven't, no. That was, I, that you was recommended it to me. I need to check it oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. We already talked about that, didn't we? It's a great movie, though. Best picture winner. So, 
Every once in a while, the Academy gets it yeah, right. Yeah, every now and then they uh, do get one right. I've never cared about who won like, the Emmys or the Oscars or whatever because yeah. like half the time the things I like are not like what the award winners who are giving it out care about. So I'm just like, eh, who gives a fuck? But that one, I can see why it won Best Picture. It was really well put together, shot well, acted well. Jeffrey Rush is the fucking man. And you even movie. learned a little bit about history. Yeah, I kind of knew a little bit about that anyway. Yeah, but I mean... It reinforced your. That is true. Yeah, it had Winston Churchill in it, who's one of my favorite his historical figures of all time. Yeah. So, he was the fucking man. Oh yeah, you need to check out Darkest Hour from last year. That's what I keep good. hearing. That's what everybody keeps telling yeah. me. But no, was that Gary Oldman who yeah. played him in that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gary Oldman has that crazy like cha- chameleon way of mm-hmm. uh, like going into a character. Oh yeah, he like, completely falls into this one. Like, it took me forever to realize that he's the bad guy in the Fifth Element. You know what I mean? <laughs> Zerg or whatever his name was. Yeah. Zerk. Zerg. Like, I, I had seen that movie a hundred times. I love that movie. It's a great sci-fi flick. And then it took me, I don't know, I think I was probably 21 when I finally realized that Gary Oldman was the bad guy in The Fifth Element. And I was like, I, I know movies. I've seen a lot of shit he was in. I like him. How did I not realize that was Gary Oldman? <laughs> he just disappears. He, he really does. Played a really good villain in uh, Leon the Professional, too. Yeah. That was a good flick. And he was fun as Dracula. Yeah, he was fun as Dracula. That was true. That was a good one. And he was uh, Commissioner Gordon in the last good movies that the DC Universe made. Mm-hmm. So That's right. I'm still on it. Never going away. Fucking DC. Anyway, as I was talking beforehand, sorry. Salem. Started watching Salem. It's a lot of fun. Surprised you figured out where you were going. Though. I know. I totally got back. But it's funny because the reason we started watching Salem is that I found a new podcast Oh. Uh, called Unobscured. So you're cheating on me. You have no idea how many podcasts I listen to. Because I can have my, my headphones in at work. Mm-hmm. So I have eight hours. I have 40 hours a week that I can fill with podcasts. So I just fucking listen to everything. Including and, ours. Oh, yeah. I do. I don't listen to ours on iTunes. Oh really? Yeah, I I always just listen to the link that you send me on the oh. on the email. I I always listen to that, but I don't usually listen to it on iTunes. Okay. Because I don't want to fuck up the numbers. I want to know how many people are legitimately listening oh, to wow. us. Okay. I don't want to just hear like my numbers. Plus, my narcissism doesn't go that far. I don't know if I can. Mm, I think it does. It, it it does a little bit. I mean, I do listen to it at work, like whenever you you send me the link. But I I lie to myself and I'm like, well, you know, I got to learn like what funny jokes we can put in for the. Yeah. For the descriptions and whenever I tweet out that it's out there and stuff like that. And then I'm also laughing at my own jokes and I'm like, I should fucking punch myself in the face right now. <laughs> but I found this new podcast called Unobscured. Okay. Which is made by uh, the same guy who does Lore, which I don't know if you listen to that podcast at all. They're like 30 minute episodes. They're really good. They're kind of like dark, like kind of spooky and just does like, you know, folklore tales and stuff like that, like the history of that and stuff. All right. Are a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, like I said, the same guy is doing this unobscured now, where he's doing uh, the whole first season is on the Salem witch trials, and like the first episode came out like five weeks ago, and he's doing like a new episode every week until like the end of the year, so he's gonna Damn. do like twenty four episodes on the Salem witch trials, which are always a really fun kind of bit of history to look like to learn about because it's just insane the kind of shit that happened during the Salem witch trials. Honestly, also, it's not that long ago. No, it's like, what, 300, 200 years, 300 years, something yeah, like that? But yeah, I mean, in the, in the grand scheme of things. That's, yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's then, like, like your great-great-grandma was 
almost all I've been. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, essentially, yeah. pretty much. Like, it's, what, five generations, basically, back? Mm-hmm. It's not much. And then, uh, speaking of favorite historical characters, uh, Giles Corey, who was the guy in the uh, Salem Witch Trials, who his last words were more weight because they were pressing him for answers or whatever, where they're putting, like, stones on top of his chest to, like, get him to admit to being a witch or whatever. Oh, shit. And then they're like, you want to confess? And he just said, more weight. And they put one more stone on it and, it, and it killed him. And I'm like, that is the fucking, one of the greatest ways you can ever go out, and this dude's the fucking man. Giles Corey is the tits. But he was also a witch. Yeah, <laughs> Technically, yeah. He was accused of it, at least. And, which is all you needed back then, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, Salem does a fun thing, and uh, I have the first season on DVD, so whenever me and her get done with it, I'll uh, loan it to you. You can watch it whenever you get a chance. Okay. Um, but it's fun, because Salem does this fun little thing where it takes place during the Salem Witch Trials, but the witches are real. And so now, like, all this other crazy shit's going on and stuff, it's a lot of fun. Uses a lot of historical names and facts and stuff like that. Like, a lot of people who get um, accused during the show were people who were actually accused, like, in real life and the history of it and stuff like that. So it's a fun little thing, especially for a guy like me, because I just like, I like history a lot and stuff like that. So it's just, it's, it's kind of fun, but I think you're going to like it. Also, every woman in that show is gorgeous. There you go. Now I'm in. Yeah, that's my boy. There is some fine pieces in that show. Speaking so, of gorgeous. Some of the guys are pretty good looking too. That beard of yours is coming in pretty nicely for only a week and a half out. I know, right? Isn't that yeah. nice? It's filling out pretty good. That's what I got, man. It's just one of those things. I'm a little jealous. A lot of people are. I can grow a pretty mean beard. Yeah. It's coming back, too. I'm done shaving. Oh, yeah. Especially with the weather turning cold again now. Yeah. Grow my winter beard back. Mm-hmm. I have a winter beard and a summer Hibernate beard. Hibernate your face. <laughs> Gotta protect it. <sighs> I am happy, though, man. I'm just glad I didn't cut my hair for Halloween this year. Yeah. No, 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 I'm still kind of digging the the long hair look. I'm sure I'll get tired of it eventually, and I'll I'll cut my hair. But for now, I'm just kind of digging it. It's kind of fun. Like, I'm the only long-haired guy in our, like, group. Mm -hmm. People know me as that. Worked out really well last week whenever we had the rock band party and you were headbanging. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Looks good. Yeah. Makes you look professional. I know. I know what the fuck's going on. I've always been jealous of that. Of my hair? Of just long hair for headbanging purposes. Yeah, it just looks. I've so been a metalhead since I was like junior high, so. I'd... No, that's fair. I mean, I used to go to a lot of punk shows, and I yeah. used to just always buzz my head. Hmm. So like, I I never had the cool spikes or anything like that. Oh, okay. I did have a mohawk for like a short period of time there, for like a, I don't know, like six or eight months. Like I enjoy the look, but I just I cannot stand hair being around my ears. It drives me just absolutely insane. Yeah, well, you just tie it up. I guess that's an option. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm probably too old now. I don't think it would grow that long if I wanted to. So. Nah, it'll get there. You got to right. take uh, biotin. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's a vitamin that makes your hair grow. Hmm. And your nails. Okay, I got no problem there. Yeah. They work pretty well. I chew mine. They're always oh, fucking, really? like gnarled. I've just always chewed my nails. I don't know why. Hmm. I'm bad about it. Savage. I guess. Well, I also sucked my thumb for a long time, so maybe there's Did just you something. really? Oh, yeah. I actually have a funny story. There was a wart on uh, this thumb when I was younger because, like, I would suck – at least that's what they said is because I would suck my thumb all the time. You can actually kind of see the indent a little bit on there. Do you see, like, kind of – Yeah, yeah, it kind of caves yeah. in a bit. Yeah, that's where the wart was. And uh, I was probably, like, seven or eight, and, um, you know, I, I 
always had it on there. And then, like, I caught it on something in my grandpa's shed or something like that. And it, like, tore it, like, halfway off. And I was like, oh, god damn. Like, oh, that, that's not what I said. I was seven. So I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure I cried or something like that. But, um, uh, you know, like, I get, like, a paper towel or something. I'm holding it, like, to stop the bleeding and stuff. And, like, it kind of started, like, stopped bleeding. And I noticed it was just halfway hanging on. And I showed my dad, I'm like, hey, dad, look, like, it's almost about to fall off. And my dad goes, oh, yeah, let me see that. And, like, I held my thumb out to him, and he just pulled the fucking thing off of my oh. thumb. <laughs> just pulled it all the way off. And, like, I didn't even cry. I was just shocked. Like, I looked at him and my thumb. I was just like, oh, what? Why? He's like, eh, it's gone now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Damn. I had a weird upbringing, man. I've never been a fan of that. A lot of people are like, I would, you know, just rip the Band-Aid. And like, I can't do that. Just... Yeah. I don't take know. your time. Slow and steady wins the race. Let it heal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it makes sense because I, I mean, I would have wanted to get rid of that wart anyway, but Dad got rid of it for me. Never had to worry about it again. <laughs> it, it, it was good times. I don't know how to follow that, yeah. so I'm just gonna sit here in silence. You don't have any warts that ever fell off you or anything like that. No. You got no fun scars or anything. Not really. I've the only thing I've got is a. Uh, little gash right here whenever I was in junior high. Uh-huh. We were babysitting my cousin. She had one of those little things you could sit down. It's like a, looks like a swing set kind of like, but it's very small and like sits over the baby and they like play at it, you know, bat the <clears throat> things that are hanging down. And it was like falling apart on one end and I tried to pick it up and the plastic just literally like just gashed me. No kidding. Yeah. And it, it, it left that scar. Right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Probably should have had stitches, but I was <laughs> I'm completely terrified of needles, so I just convinced my mom, like, no, no, it's fine. It'll, it'll stop bleeding. I, yeah, eventually it did, so. I am also terrified of needles, so I get that. Yeah. Which is weird, because I have tattoos, but. That's very strange. Way yeah. different. It is way different. I'm is telling it really? you. really? Yes, 100% different. Tattoos don't feel like you're getting a shot or, like, a needle in you. Mm-hmm. Really, all they feel like is kind of hot is about it. Okay. Like, it's like. Like, my first tattoo I got on my left leg, that little cherry for it my It probably grandpa. depends on the artist also, though. Yeah, I mean, you're going to go to my guy if you ever get a tattoo anyway, so yeah. it doesn't matter. He's expensive, but he's good at what he does. Brad Dyer. Check him out, guys. Okay. Um, the first one I got on my leg, like, it literally never hurt. It got a little hot when they colored in the, the uh, cherry. And then my, my other one where I got my whole calf done. Yeah, the Viking. Yeah, the only one that hurt there was that fireplace that's on the back of my knee. That one hurt like a motherfucker that was also like three hours into it too yeah. though so and a hugely sensitive spot on your body oh my god it was terrible i was broke emma's hand because i was like holding on to her hand so i wouldn't jump out of it and i was like i almost broke her fucking hand because it hurt so bad <laughs> and like he he got done and like he had like about 20 more minutes of work he goes you want to keep going i was like let's have a cigarette first how's that sound because i really need to breathe he's like that's cool because <laughs> we're like three hours into it at this point <laughs> it's like a four hour tattoo Still need to get it colored in, but I don't know. I'm kind of getting used to just having just just the outline. I almost yeah. like it, but I never actually knew you planned on it. I yeah, no, I this was always the plan. Well, see, it does th- look good. That was the reason I did the whole the whole out outline in one sitting because I'm like I'm sure something's gonna come. Because again, I never finish anything anyway, so I might as well fucking like let's at least get the whole outline so you can see what it's gonna look like, and then mm-hmm. I'll get it colored in. You know, seven years down the fucking line. So, just how it is. I like tattoos, though. I like it. I'm, I'm going to get it a lot more, eventually, like, when I get some more money. Yeah. Once this podcast takes off, I'm going to get fucking tatted like a motherfucker. Just my face on the back. 
Hell yeah. I'll get both of our faces, like Mount Rushmore, full back pieces. It'll be just like A to Z over it. It'll be fucking dope. It'll be once we hit a million subscribers. That's what I'm getting. Okay. Good. So you'll never have to get it. That's good. Oh, I should not have put that on record. That is going to come back to bite me in the ass in about five years. Two weeks. I got this. <laughs> That'd be the worst. <laughs> Two weeks from now, we just hit a million. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that would be amazing. I will do it, though. I'm not oh. going to back out. But I'm going to forget about it. And then, you know, like, like I said, two or three years from now, we'll hit that. And then mm-hmm. we'll have fans. And one of them will, like, tw- like Twitter me and be like, hey, uh, it's a million subscribers. Don't forget about the tattoo you're supposed to get. I'll be like, son of a Don't you remember episode 12? Like, I fucking hate you no. guys. You bastard. What are you talking oh, about? You know how much I drink? Of course I don't. I don't remember last week's episode. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be fun. Can't wait for that to come back and bite me in the ass. Well, you're not getting on your ass. You said you get it on your back. So. It's true. I almost got a tattoo in my ass one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was uh, Friday the 13th, and one of the tattoo parlors down like in Alton or something was doing um, spin a wheel, and like they were all like kind of 13-themed. Uh, you spun a wheel, and whatever it landed on, you got that tattooed on you, and it only cost $10. Hmm. So me and three of the other people I worked with at the casino at the time we're all going to go down there, spin that wheel, whatever it landed on. We were all going to get that on our ass because we just thought that would be fucking hilarious. And we ended up having to stay late, and the place was closed by the time we got off work. So looking back on it now, yeah. pretty lucky because yeah. I would have for sure gotten that on That my sounds ass. like a Zach story, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it's almost a bummer that I didn't get it, though, because, like, yeah. if, any, if anyone in our friend group is going to have a tattoo on their ass, it's going to be me. Oh, well, maybe Zabel. It's fair. I feel like Zabel would get a tattoo of an ass on his ass. Hmm. That would be pretty dope. He's pretty meta like that. I, ho- I hope he's listening. Maybe he'll uh, do it. Yeah. Molly would never let that happen. There's no fucking way. <laughs> she doesn't have to know, Justin. Well, she'll know when he can't sit down for two fucking days. <laughs> he's hardcore. He'd still sit down. That's fair. He he probably would, but she'd figure it out eventually, and then we're gonna get in trouble for it because it's our I, That's true. idea. Presumably, they are dating and they've seen each other naked, so she might realize that something's different. Well, they are dating. I don't know if they've seen each other naked. Maybe they're waiting till marriage. That's true. Like a good puritanical, you know, you you don't want to get accused of being a witch. That's Look right. at that, tied it back in again. I know Wait, where I'm at, at man. I'm fucking great at this podcasting. You like, need to start hosting this thing. I don't. I want you to come up with topics. No, I like it when you host. It's funnier for me. Yeah, that's probably also the only time I talk. So. Yeah. Plus, I'm better at going off on tangents. I'm not good at, like, you You just saw how many fucking topics we just hit in 19 fucking minutes. Yeah. You want me to pick topics? We'll be everywhere. I'll be like, hey, did you hear about that new moon on Jupiter? What about this shit? E- Elon Musk likes French fries. What do you think about that? And you're just going to be like, hang on, let me talk. Give me a minute. Yes. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom The Brady, Witcher, Brady, DC, always, Batman. Witcher, DC, Tom Brady again, always. <laughs> Greatest quarterback of all time. All right. Are you ready to go from A to Z? I am. All right. Let's do it. All right. We need to get some music. We need like a theme song or something. Starting with A. Going to Z. (laughs) 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 All right. So I figured we'd start this week with a little lighthearted fun. Yeah. Let's hurry this up. I got more red. Red Dead to play. Yeah, so you're familiar with Pokemon Go? I am. The uh, little phone app you can catch Pokemon. I don't know if you played it, but... 
I broke a phone screen because of it. Okay. So you are familiar with the whole system and everything then. So the Catholic Church has now put out a Pokemon Go clone about collecting Catholic saints. Fuck yeah. Is your favorite Pokemon a water type? What about holy water type instead? Oh, nice. That's a pretty good subheading. Is this a ghost type Pokemon or a holy spirit type Pokemon? <laughs> so yeah, you actually learn about the different saints as you capture them out in the wild. That is fucking awesome. I and, love that. Yeah, apparently the Pope is a fan. Because he's excited because he gets to travel all over so he can find the different ones in different regions and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. See, this works out well because there's about as many saints as there are Pokemon right now. Like, the fucking Catholic Church is full of saints. Right. Uh, used to have to know a lot of them whenever I was in Catholic school. Luckily, I'm not in Catholic school anymore. Yeah. I can name you, like, five, <laughs> maybe. You know, like, with Pokemon, you have to, like, throw them berries and stuff to make mm -hmm. them easier to catch. So if you see here, it's a, before capturing the saints, you have to answer questions about them. Oh. And you need to keep your hydration, nutrition, and prayer values in order to keep playing. Oh, oh I figured you were going to have to throw them, like, uh, little uh, communion wafers. <laughs> <laughs> body of Christ. Yeah. The body of Christ. And obviously every church is a stop where you can Right, that makes supplies. sense. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, I was raised Catholic, and I've always liked the Catholics. They're fun yeah. to me. I mean, they're insane, and uh, they were fucking way too many kids for a while there. Any kid is too many kids, but still. Yeah. This uh, new pope, he seems pretty crazy. He likes to do some fun shit. And this is, oh, this is all in, like, Italian, I assume? This is yeah, in, like, Vatican so. yeah, City. It hasn't been regionalized yet. Okay, yeah. This saying. needs to go to America, because uh, I will for sure download that. And then, uh, keeping in line with the religious theme, you can acquire more in-game currency by donating to charity. Oh, that's kind of cute. I yeah. like that. Yeah, on both iOS and Android, called Follow JC Go. Follow JC. That is the tits. Yeah, a little, little fun little article. Do you, do you think uh, they're going to do like, like a special one during Christmas where you can get the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? You can yeah. collect all three of them? You have to go to, like, five different Christmas masses. and Yeah, the yeah. Holy Trinity. You have to watch the... No, what, what they're going to do is make you go to the fucking uh, Easter one where it's the, like, stages of the cross where you have to watch Jesus get killed and shit oh, like that. And yeah. it's always, like, super intense and it's sad. Suffering, yeah. yeah. That's kind of fun, though. I like that a lot. I mean, like... I thought it'd be something good to lead off with. Obviously... It doesn't uh, really tie to anything. Like, I guess video games. But. This is still, like, a, you know... The Catholic Church is still a little bit in the... Uh, HR spend zone because mm -hmm. it's like there was a pretty giant problem with fucking children, so that's never good. So we're still trying to get past that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's kind of fun, you know. Bring a little bit more fun back to the Catholic Church because I don't know if it, if anybody else listening is Catholic. You don't usually have that much fun at Catholic Church. Yeah. But they use real wine, which is nice. And also, we, where you have fun at Catholic Church is not at Mass. It's on Fridays during Lent. Where they have fish, the fish fries because then you just get fucking loaded on Bud Lights and you eat a bunch of like fried fish and you just have a good time. That sounds like heaven. It it's good. It's pretty close. Plus, Catholic Mass starts earlier on Sunday. Like it starts earlier than a lot of other masses, so mm -hmm. you can usually get home in time for football to start. You don't have to miss the first games. Okay. So I'm telling you, man, if you're gonna go, unless there's a London game. Yeah, but who wants to fucking watch those anyway? Yeah. Jaguars fans, if they actually exist, I don't know. Yeah, it's like the. Is that a thing? They have about as many fans as they have touchdowns this season. Topical. Thank you. I thought that was pretty good. I thought it was clever. Pokemon, go to church. 
That was not in the article. That was a, that's a Zach original right there. Do you think they're gonna get sued by like Pokemon Go? <laughs> it's, it's possible. It'd be pretty fucking hilarious. Really? Like you gotta have some balls to sue the Catholic Church over something like that. Where yeah. they're just like, come on, we're trying to have fun here, man. We're like, we're not making money. We're donating all the charity. Like, nope, this is our thing. We're, we made this. You don't get it. We're like fucking Jews. If you're walking around the map <laughs> catching things. It's gonna be Pokemon. Yeah, I really hope you get to throw communion wafers at the saints, though. That'll be my favorite thing ever. <laughs> Name myself the body of Christ. It'll be fantastic. We'll go from something, you know, the Catholic Church, something so holy to something kind of depraved. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the original. Suspiria. 1977 horror classic from an Italian filmmaker. Hmm. Not, I can't say that it's, I am. Uh, I tried watching it once back in high school with a buddy of mine from high school that was like a huge horror fan also. He's the one that kind of introduced me to the genre. Right. We always watch all the you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, all that it's oh, good yeah. classic stuff. But then we started digging into like the back catalog at the local video store and we found some of these. It's <clears> really <throat> messed up. So the overall premise is like it's set in Italy and there's a like ballet school and this girl from America transfers over to go to this Italian ballet school. Oh, it's like Black Swan. It's like a coven of witches, like, running the ballet academy. Ooh. And then Already sounds hot. They start doing, like, weird, like, experimental stuff with her. I don't know if she, like, oh, I bet. eats something I bet or drinks something. I bet they're she starts, experimented like, together. She it's starts having, like, hallucinations like and stuff. Yeah. yeah it oh, gets, yeah. like. It gets really trippy and like she's out there. She's hallucinating but. about having a girl-on-girl college experience while she's ballet dancing with these chicks. This sounds hot. What is this rated? X? I mean, probably. I don't know if the Italian film community had a rating system. Yeah, I don't think the Italians give a fuck. Like, yeah, I think you can do full-on penetration <laughs> in Italian films like on a, for a kid's movie. They don't care. So they're remaking it. Yeah. And it seems even stranger somehow now than it did before. I, I don't know the thumbnail really of this trailer here from Amazon Studios mm-hmm. is insane, and yeah. like I said, a little hot. I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, there's there's a redhead that is like I'm I'm a fan of redheads. Yeah, this sounds really good. I I can't wait. What's it coming out on? Uh, it's in theater. <laughs> I like this. Uh, what the writer wrote here: yeah. If this movie gets higher than an F on Cinema Score, I'll eat a T-shirt. <laughs> This remake will bomb, but it will leave behind one hell of a crater. I'll eat a t-shirt. That is hilarious. I don't know. I think I want to watch. It's ra- it's rated R. Mm-hmm. Knew that. Oh, it's on Amazon Studios, so maybe I'll be able to get it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, at some point after the theatrical run. Is it in English? Like, is it gonna be in English, or am I gonna have to read fucking subtitles the whole time? I'm not sure. Okay. Because the only thing I, I hate about reading subtitles the whole time is I don't pay attention to what's going on on screen. I'm just reading, and then I end up missing shit on the screen okay that's my only problem with it and that's and that's my fault it's not the subtitles fault okay but still yeah this one looks like it's gonna dakota star, johnson uh, yeah dakota johnson damn 50 shades fame and then tilda swinton is gonna be the head hey dance director awesome let's see if the girl from 50 shades is in the, yeah this is for sure gonna be essentially pornography hmm. so yeah it should be a lot of fun oh fuck she looks like uh What's the kid's name from Mask? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's from the original. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's pretty Apparently this one's full of subtext, so. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to 
try to track down the original, watch that, through it, and then check out this remake. That girl's Ooh, girl uh, skin is not very good looking. Yeah, up a little bit. Oh, that yeah, one. that one. Yeah, her complexion is just not very, not very good. Her pores are too big. She needs to exfoliate more. Is what I'm saying. You would know. Yeah, I have great skin. Cause I exfoliate. See how that works? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sticking with uh, the devil themes, yeah. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina has been on Netflix now. Yeah, I, and, uh, uh, you watched mentioned thirty minutes of the first episode. You mentioned lawsuits earlier, so I thought it was kind of funny. Oh no. Uh, the uh, the satanic temple that the Church of Satan the, they're they're suing the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and Netflix against Baphomet statue copyright. What the fuck? Like yeah. how how is that satanic at all? That does not right. fit with their theme. Right. They should not be in litigation. Yeah, aren't they all supposed to be like like chaos and shit? Like they're the ones who are always like, we're gonna put Baphomet statues in the courthouse if you put a, a cross in there. Yeah. And now you want to fucking sue because there's a Baphomet statue in your fucking TV show? I thought Satanists were cool, man. Yeah, apparently, according to their co-founder Lucian Greaves, they sent Netflix a letter from our lawyers informing them of the copyright viola- violation, asking them to take our imagery out of their show. What a fucking douchebag. How badly do you think Lucian Greaves smells, by the way? The founder of the Satanic Temple? Because you know he's just like some fucking edgy, neckbeard fucking guy who couldn't get laid in high school. He's got to smell terrible. Smells like fucking Cheeto dust and cum-stained boxers. Apparently it's deeply problematic to us, is what he's quoted saying. Oh, go fuck yourself. I'm going to fucking fight this guy. I want them to take it out. It looks like it's a CGI facsimile to begin with. I don't know how much work that takes, but I simply refuse to have our monument used in this way in perpetuity. I don't want our monument to be associated with this. What is your monument ever associated with? The only thing you ever do is just argue with the separation of church and state, which, like, I respect. That's a good thing, obviously. But you are such a fucking douchebag. See, this just pretty much confirms what I always thought about this whole, like, Church of Satan thing that's, like, gotten big for a while now. Mm. It's just fucking edgy, atheist fucking neckbeards on the internet. Like, a bunch of Reddit users who are just, like, fucking, like, Oh, if you want to fucking worship Jesus, I'm going to worship Satan. They just want to be, like, fucking edgy douchebags who get bullied in high school and couldn't get fucking laid, even with the goth chicks that they were trying to get laid with, because they suck. You know what? I got a better idea, because I'll be honest with you, I like... The Sabrina Show on uh, Netflix. Have you watched any of it? I haven't yet, no. I only got 30 minutes into the first episode because my little brother had his uh, baby shower Saturday. So that's as far as we got. Be honest with you, though, really fucking good. Nice. It's written well. The atmosphere of the show is really good. The actors are amazing. The girl playing Sabrina is fucking adorable. She'll give you diabetes, so watch yourself. That's how fucking cute she is. Could not say the word diabetes for some reason. I do not know why. You really emphasize the die. Diabetes. <laughs> but yeah, she is a fucking little sweetheart. There is a bloody kill within the first two minutes, which is oh. always a great way to fucking grab my That's a little more than chilling. Uh, yeah, and it's fucking, it was good, man. Like, I never thought I'd be this excited about a show that I've watched literally 30 minutes of so far. But it, I, I think it's pretty fucking dope. And this fucking Lucian Greaves can go eat my fucking dick. Sorry you got bullied in high school because you couldn't throw. But guess what, buddy? Nobody gives a fuck about yourself. Yeah. And isn't the whole thing behind the fucking satanic temple is that they don't actually believe in Satan? They're just trying to be like, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, like, 
antagonistic towards like the Christian right to like fight the separation of church and state, which I support a hundred percent. And that's mm. a good thing that you're doing. Okay. So then why are you all of a sudden being like, well, you can't use our fucking statues. That's problematic. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'll drown this fucking dude. Fuck him. Yeah. I got a better idea. If you can beat me in an arm wrestling match, Lucian Greaves, then you can keep that fucking, you can take that statue out of there. I'll donate all of my money to your fucking shitty neckbeard fucking weeb smelly fucking bullion high school antagonistic fucking atheist bullshit fan club and we'll all pretend like you're intellectual and cool but i'd rather punch you in the fucking head this kid is like i'm glad he got shoved in a locker i want to shove him in a locker right now tell me you don't want to shove this kid in a, in a locker i don't i'm peaceful oh i do Oh, we're like Hawk and Dove. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> Let me slice you up with my razor blade. <laughs> that would cut you in half. What a fucking dude. But no, I was going to say, maybe I'm in like a super minority here, but I wouldn't even know what a Baphomet statue is if I saw one. Like, It's a bit, demon. I, no, mm. you you would re- recognize one if you saw one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here, look. I'll uh, give me a new tab. I'll, I'll look it up for you. You have definitely seen it before because okay. it's been used in a lot of other shit. Oh, well, why didn't they sue them? Because this guy's a fucking douchebag. Wait, this is going to be my Google history now. Am I going to be like... Yeah, I'm assuming we're going to get sued for fucking looking it up now. Oh, okay. Yeah, see? Look, you've definitely seen that before. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like a classic. Yeah, the goat guy. Yeah, pretty much. It's the goat man. He's also, by the way, not even Satan. He's a fucking Hindu god, so you're already shitty at your own fucking religion, you goddamn douchebag. What a fucking dick. I, I want to fucking fight this guy so goddamn bad. Put him and Diablo Cody in a ring with me and lower the cage. It's going down. <laughs> TLC, hell in a cell. Let's fucking go. You know me. I got to pull the strings. That's fair. So we'll get back into that. We'll do some DC talk and get you mad again. But before we do that, let's get you happy. Okay. Netflix has already renewed Castlevania for a season three. Yay! Season two doesn't even come out till Friday, and they've already renewed it. So. I thought season two already came out. Am I wrong? Oh, did it? Oh. I thought it already. I thought it came out last Friday. Mm, maybe so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it came out last Friday. Okay. Because I haven't watched it yet. I watched the first season. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, doesn't say anything in here about the second season, other than oh, I'll link to the review. Well, there's a review. No, I'm pretty sure because I'm. I remember getting a notification from Netflix on my phone that season two was coming out. Okay. So I think it came out last Friday. But that is awesome, though. Yeah. Have, have you watched any of it at all? Nope. Are you a fan of animes? I have seen a few lately. This is, this is more of an action-based anime. Oh, really? So, like, I mean... Okay. And you like the original Castlevania games, right? Oh, yeah, back on the NES. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you played any of the newer ones at all, like the like Lord of Shadows and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. It is... Uh, it's actually kind of lore heavy for oh, really yeah like like castlevania lore wise it's somewhat lore heavy there's like trevor belmont and like some of the other belmonts are, are mentioned and stuff like that yeah simon and then um i've i've only watched the first season it's amazing by the way yeah, it's, it's fucking, only like four episodes right it's like i think it's eight oh. but uh it's fucking great i love it the animation's good the fighting's good the voice acting's really fun uh, they actually do a really fun thing where they kind of almost humanize Dracula because he's still the villain, obviously. Yeah. But you almost like like him in the very beginning because this whole thing is that like there's this lady who like comes to his castle, you know, and everyone's terrified of him because he's Dracula. Okay. And she's a doctor and she wants to like 
get access to all the science and like knowledge that he knows so she can fucking save people because everybody's a bunch of superstitious idiots because it's like you know the 1400s and you know people were rubbing like bat shit on themselves thinking that would cure the common cold so she comes there and you know it's like the typical thing of like he's he's used to being like the villain to everybody so he like tries to scare her off just so he can be left alone and stuff and she won't leave because she wants to help people and he like basically gets him to fall in love with her almost like he falls in, in love with her marries her and she like loves him too like she's not using him in any way she loves him too wow. and she wants him to realize that like humans aren't as bad as he thinks and so she's like what you need to do she's like you need to go out and travel the world as a man stop using your magic powers and flying everywhere just travel the world as a man like and realize that normal people are okay like there's good people out there they're they're not all like these evil little fucking villains that you think that we are so he does it while he's gone uh the church and the witch hunters come up decide she's a witch and they burn her at the stake so he comes home sees that her house is burned down ask what happened and some lady like tells her what like tells him what happened and stuff like that and he has, like, the fucking guy who voices Dracula, by the way, is amazing. Really? Fucking great voice actor. And he has, like, this thing where he's, like, he's, like, uh, I was traveling as a man because she wanted me to. Had I not, I could have been here in time. He's, like, I will travel as a man no longer. Then fires up into the sky in, like, a fucking giant swarm of bats. And then they burn her at, at the stake because the church is, you know, like, witch hunters and they're evil and shit like that. And magic is bad and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like puritanical garbage. It's essentially the Salem Witch Trials like we were talking about fucking 20 minutes ago. (laughs) And uh, he – so they kill her, and her last words are her yelling out to him not to hold this against them and that there are still good people out there. And he's like, fuck that. And then just like puts himself in the fire after she's dead and like his face forms and he's like you took the one thing i cared about from this world he's like you have one year to leave my world or i destroy all of you i will make the rivers run red with blood and then just fucking disappears and they're all like well he can't do anything that's satan it's no big deal and then a year passes and he just starts fucking murdering people and you're like i'm kind of like sort of on dracula's side here i gotta be honest with you if i had infinite hellfire powers and you killed my wife yeah, I'm going to fuck you and everything else you know up pretty fucking hard. So, it's really good. I think, uh, I know we have like 400 other things we need to watch, mm-hmm. but it's on Netflix. Just if you get some time, just watch a little bit. Tell me okay. what you think. Like, you know, watch it on like a lunch break or something like that. Yeah. I think you'll like it. That's awesome, though. See, like, fuck, it's already got picked up for season three. Like, season two just dropped, like, what, two weeks ago? A week ago, two weeks ago, something like that, and season three's already down. Fuck yeah, man. That's awesome. I'm glad to know I'm not the only one who likes this show. You called it. Say it again. It, you called it. You were right. Oh, yeah. I, I have to say it. I love hearing that. And this has been, uh, man, probably four or five episodes ago now when we first watched the Harley Quinn trailer. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, that's, uh, I recognize that voice for Batman. It was Diedrich Bader. It was yeah. Diedrich Bader. Fuck yeah. That is awesome. And he did an interview, uh, initially reported on Batman News, and has confirmed that Alan Tudyk has been voicing the Joker for this Harley Quinn series. Fuck yeah, dude. That is what is up. Love Alan Tudyk. Yeah. I'm a huge Firefly guy. There you go. So, Alan Tudyk's my man. That's Wash. And that is going to be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. The news that was initially broken when Batman's voice actor, Diedrich Bader, let slip in an interview <laughs> with Discussing Film that Tudyk would be assuming the role, saying, quote, I did a session with him a while ago, and he's very funny as Joker. Hell yeah. So there you go. Had to had to rub you and give you a good little pat down there. Diedrich Bader does a really fun Batman. He pops down for like a line, and you recognized him just yeah. from that. So. Well, I I watched Batman the Brave and the Bold, even though it was a kid show, because it had the word Batman in it, so okay. it means that I watch it. But no, he's he's a lot of fun as a Batman. He's also just a lot of fun as a dude. Like mm-hmm. he's a really nice guy. Did you ever listen? I mean, like this was fucking years ago at this point. Back when like Fat Man on Batman first started. Remember that podcast that oh, yeah, Kevin yeah. Smith does? Mm-hmm. He still does it. Yeah. Well, no, he's he still does it, but it's changed. Yeah, now. it's a different format. Yeah, but back like the old format where he would just pull somebody in who was like related to the Batman universe in some way when mm-hmm. he interviewed them. Yeah. He interviewed Diedrich Bader at, at one point. Oh, of, really? Yeah, I didn't miss that. Yeah, miss be, that be, because he was voicing Batman for Brave and the Bold. And he does a, like such a fun voice for Brave and the Bold because it's like it's sort of Adam Westy because it's like it's kind of that fun, like old school campiness yeah, to it. Well, which like is, said, it was like a real big kid show. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because like, you know, like he calls his fists the twin hammers of uh, justice. And he's like, the twin hammers of justice will not stop. And like, it, it's a lot of fun, man. You, you would have a lot of fun with the show. It's okay. a lot of fun to watch. How's this Bruce Wayne? Pretty good. You don't see a lot of Bruce Wayne in the, in, in the Brave of the Bold, though, oh, to be honest oh, with you. Because okay. it's, it's, it's more like focused towards the kids, so they're sort of just like, Batman. Here's mm. here's some more Batman for okay. you. you. You see a little bit. His Bruce Wayne's good. I mean, uh, uh, again, you can definitely tell he's taken a lot of um, like views from the Adam West kind of style. Like he's, he's definitely doing kind of an Adam West feel to it, which I think is a good thing. We we shouldn't rule out that Adam West was the original Batman. Oh yeah, there are several fans out there today because of that show. Yeah, and Adam West Batman is good. I mean, it's different. But see, that was the worst thing that happened with the uh, with the Dark Knight series getting so big. You know, like you know, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight Read, or what was it? Batman Begins. Yeah, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and then Dark Knight Rises. The worst thing about that is that you got so many people who uh, didn't really know Batman that well, they liked those movies a lot. Mm-hmm. And now they assume that the only way to do a Batman is it has to be dark, it has to be gritty, it has to be you know growly and shit like that. And they're missing out on, I'm going to throw this out here, and I'll fight anybody. Like, I will argue with anyone who wants to disagree with me. That's fine, because we're both Batman fans. The greatest iteration of Batman is Batman the Animated Series. The greatest iteration. It was able to walk that line of it had the fun kind of campiness of the Adam West Batmans, which are amazing. I love those. Oh, yeah. And then it had the gritty, real darkness that... And a humanity. Yeah. It brought humanity to a lot of the villains. There was real things. Like, there are still episodes in the the animated series you can watch today. You will get a tear. Like, Heart of Ice. Yeah. I was about to say, my heart breaks for Mr. Freeze in that show. Yeah, Mr. Freeze runs are He has never been the same in my eyes since that show. It's beautiful. It's legitimately beautiful. It is. Like, that episode ends where you're like, I think I'm on Mr. Freeze's side. I think he was right in this. Like, Yeah. yeah, okay, this is okay. And then Kevin Conroy, uh, he is he is Batman. He is all I can say about Kevin Conroy is when I read Batman comics, mm-hmm. the voice I hear in my head when I read Batman is Kevin Conroy's Batman. Wow, he was able to be deep, dark as Batman and still have a good Bruce, light Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and he didn't have to sound like you wouldn't give it to an ordinary citizen, like. 
if no one, if anyone listened to this, if you guys have not watched any of the animated series, first off, they just released it on Blu-ray. I'm getting ready to buy it for myself here soon. Yeah. The full series. Watch it. Yeah. You have to watch it. If you even kind of like Batman, watch that. It is amazing. Mark Hamill's the fucking Joker. Fucking. They did a great thing. Um. Oh, what are you? What are you doing? There? So this is kind of funny because I was like, "There's too many topics today. I kind of want to tone it down because I mean, you know I didn't want to miss them. Everything. We're we're pretty good on time. I actually had a topic because of the Blu-ray release coming out. Mm-hmm. IGN did an article of their top ten episodes from the series. Ooh! So we could go through that just. Real you want to go through that and yeah. see if I re- remember any of them? Yeah. Okay. I didn't remember hardly any of them, but I only watched the show just briefly. I didn't. I've only seen probably 20 episodes or something that and show it was, was on for like four or five years that right? show is so. for sure the reason i'm so into batman it's what opened me to batman like I, I wasn't reading comics before that like i wasn't reading comics whenever this thing came out but i watched this cartoon yeah. religiously i made my dad watch this cartoon and he fucking hated cart 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 car 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 yeah, he hated fucking there you go. cartoons. Classic list style, going from 10 to 1. There we go. All right. Harley's Holiday. Oh, is that where she gets, um like, cured, and she gets to go out, and, like, there's no mm-hmm. fucking Joker yeah, at all? Apparently, like, Batman and Robin try to help her stay on the yeah. straight and narrow. That's a great episode. Also, oh, fuck, I forget the girl's name. Um, she just She's awesome. She literally invented the character of Harley Quinn. Have you heard the story of how Harley Quinn came to be? No, I just know that Dini was involved in that. It was in well, yeah, the it original was, creation. But. It was Paul Dini. It was, she was just female henchman number one for the Joker. Arlene Sorkin, right there. Okay. Arlene Sorkin. She, yeah. Tara, Tara Strong is, is the new one. Okay. She's the one who, like, did all the Arkham games and, and stuff like that. And Tara Strong does a really good job. Arlene Sorkin is the original Harley Quinn. She invented that voice. She was cast as the first episode she's, she's ever in. She's cast as female Joker goon number one or just Joker goon number three. One of the two. Okay. But she was just a lady and she just invented that voice where she was like, okay, Mr. J and shit like that. And Paul Dini loved it so much and just loved what she was bringing to it that he just made Harley Quinn so that she could have more. And then wrote this, the uh, back the background for the story, like you know, like her background story and everything for the character. Just kind of wrote that as it went along, and then figured it all out. Wow! So Harley Quinn, I mean, who is easily top five most famous Batman villains out there? Yeah, I mean, nowadays right? for sure. Yeah. Everybody knows Harley Quinn came because Arlene Sorkin is such a good voice actress and just wanted to bring something to a character. And then Paul Dini is just probably the smartest fucking writer of all time. Yeah. That's where that fucking came from. Okay. That's a great episode, too, because uh, Harley Quinn kisses Batman on the lips and, like, just shocks him. It's really? Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, look. They even talk about it. Harley planted a big wet one on the oh. Dark Knight's kisser. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, see? Told you. Because she, like, thanks him. Because they, like, t- they take her out, like, Christmas shopping and, and like, stuff like that because they're trying to, like, get her to be back to being Harley and Quinzel as opposed to Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And then... uh She's like, well, thank, thanks for all the good times, B-Man. And then, like, kisses him right on the fucking cheek. Or, like, right on the lips. It's adorable. It's wow. the fucking sweetest thing ever. Right. Number nine on their list is one I've seen. It's from one of the probably one oh, of the first like, episodes. Yeah, is it Two Faces uh, Origin? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. 
Great one. Yeah. Strong. Still episode. one of my favorite villains. Love the way that they drew. I'm a big uh, Two Face fan. Harley Quinn. Or still stuck on Harley Quinn because I, I I love her so much. I have such a huge crush on Harley Quinn. No, they drew Two Face so well in that. Hmm. Number eight, Harley and Ivy. That one was fun. Yeah. That was like, uh, if I remember correctly, this was like the third or fourth time Harley had gotten like um, thrown out like by the Joker. Essentially, like she gets just like dumped so the Joker can uh, escape, and then her and Poison Ivy become best friends in Arkham, and so then like it's like a basically like a girl power episode where just Harley and Ivy are just hanging out. It's really fun. It's what the fucking new cart- cartoon series is going to be essentially is this one episode. They're going to write a whole fucking car- cartoon series out of it. Next one I'd never heard of, but it sounded really cool in their description. Um, Perchance to Dream is the name of it. Apparently, Batman wakes up, and he's like, his parents are alive, and he's engaged to be married to Selina Kyle. He still has memories of his previous life as Batman. Oh, is this, um... But none of it exists in this new reality. Yeah. Is this, like, the one where he's, like, he's, like, Dream Master or whatever is the main villain on that one or something like that? Maybe. It doesn't... That one's fun because he has to let his parents get killed so he can be yeah. Batman again. That's what he says, yeah. Ultimately, Bruce begins oh. to figure out. There we go. Never mind. Sorry. He Why am I talking? He willingly gives it all up. It shows the strength of his character and the commitment to his mission. Yeah, it's amazing because like, he literally has to let his parents be killed in front of him so that he can become Batman because he knows that what he's doing is bigger than him being happy. Wow. Look at me fucking pulling this shit out, by the yeah. way. I'm proud of myself. This is another one. Yay! Be- beware the gray ghost. That's good shit. Is it? That's what makes him want to be Batman. The gray ghost was his favorite hero growing up. Okay. Like this like old school TV show. It was actually, it, it, it gets a callback in, um, remember the Batman Beyond cartoon? No. Batman Beyond, first off, it's fucking fantastic. Okay. Great cartoon. Um, there's That's a, the one where Batman's old, right? Yeah. Still Kevin Conroy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's how good of a fucking voice actor he is. Batman Beyond has one of the greatest Batman moments ever, by the way. And it comes from Bruce Bruce Wayne. It's not even from fucking Terry, who's the new Batman. This comes from Bruce Wayne here. Where uh, there's a villain who can, like, he's, like, hypno or something like that. And he can get into, like, people's heads and make them think they're, like, crazy. And he's doing something to get Bruce to do crazy shit and, like, try to break the law or something like that. And it, it never works on Bruce. And at the end of the episode terry's like well how come it never worked on you he's like well the voice inside my head keeps calling me kept calling me bruce and that's not what i call myself and he's like well what do you call yourself then and he just kind of smiles he's like well that's my name now so because you find out that bruce calls himself fucking batman, batman. in his head because bruce wayne is the fucking costume batman is what he is bruce wayne is you've his had costume. that theory for a long time i'm not the only one alan moore has that theory fucking jeff johns has that theory Paul Dini has that theory. That's where I got it from. Number five on the list. Joker's, Joker's favorite. favorite. Okay. I like anything with the Joker in it, the Batman animated series. I don't, you know what? This is what I don't remember off the top of my head. Okay. I think we found one. So yeah, that's actually an episode I don't remember at all. That's odd. Okay. That'll be one of the first ones I have to watch. when you For do. sure. No, I'm just going to go through the whole fucking thing again. Yeah. Over the Edge. Yes. That is one of the greatest episodes ever. Really? Yes. Okay. Hundred fucking percent. Never even heard of it. That's uh, it's where Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, gets um, wounded and becomes Oracle. Okay. So they did like a killing joke, kind of. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, no, 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 no. That's not over the edge. I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay, I'll edit that out so you don't look stupid. No, 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 it's fine. You can keep it in. Okay. Oh, over the edge is the one where uh, they're fighting Scarecrow. Look, I'm not even going to look at the okay. screen. I want to yeah. show that I'm not lying here. They're fighting Scarecrow. Okay. Uh, Barbara gets a dose of uh, fear toxin uh-huh. and is unaware of it. And uh, her dad gets killed. Commissioner Gordon gets killed. Or does Bruce Wayne get killed? One of them gets killed. And Early. so, like. She dies. Oh, fuck. You're right. That's what it is. God damn it. She dies. And then. Yes. Oh, my God. I just realized it. This is the episode it opens with Commissioner Gordon breaking into Bruce, like, into Wayne Manor with all the cops, and they're, like, shooting at Batman and, like, trying to arrest him because, yeah, she gets thrown off the building. That's why it's over the edge. Fuck me. I'm so goddamn stupid. Anyway, she gets thrown over the building. She gets killed, lands on Commissioner Gordon's car, not even shitting you, and then, like, Commissioner Gordon, like, takes the mask off to help her and realizes it's fucking Barbara, and then he's just like, Fuck this. We're taking Batman down. Figures out it's Bruce Wayne. Goes to take him the fuck down. Trying to kill him. Doesn't even want to save him. Trying to kill him. And it's just like, there's this great moment where they had this fight together. And it's just Gordon's just like, at Batman, he's just like, you son of a bitch. Like, that's my daughter that you killed. Like, we fought together. We were brothers. Like, we, oh, fuck. That is a great episode. That sounds like just you describing it. I got some goosebumps here. Yeah, it's a fucking amazing episode. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Uh, well, not better than the episode. Watch the episode first, but well, then... I mean, there's three better, apparently, so this is the fourth on our God, list. that one has to be at least two. That's fucking... That's a strong episode. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but then uh, it, it all turns out it was a fear toxin thing, and she comes back, and then she has, like, a uh, birthday dinner with her dad at the end. Okay. And he, she almost goes to tell him that she's Batgirl, and Gordon kind of figures it out anyway, and he's like, you know what? There are things that you can't tell me, and I understand. Just promise me that, you, that you'll be safe, because you're my daughter, and I love you. Wow. Sorry, I got a little choked up there. It's yeah. a really fucking emotional episode. It's beautiful. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> after you watch the episode, you mm-hmm. got to go back. I mean, back through the archives to the old school Fat Man on Batman's for the Paul Dini episode. Okay. Because Dini wrote this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. He talks about this episode. He gets choked up talking about it. Oh. Almost cries. Wow. He almost cries like two or three times during that episode. Really? And then Kevin's almost crying. It made me almost cry because like <laughs> just to see the guy who like I adored, like he wrote the character that I fucking grew yeah. up just idolizing. To just see him cry. That yeah, way. to know that he cares later. that much. That yeah. he wrote that fucking story. And then he's, as he's talking about it, he gets choked up and cries. It's fucking, that is so touching and beautiful. Great episode. Over the Edge might be number one. Wow. Okay. Honestly. Well, apparently it's better. Or this one is better. It's Robin's, Robin's Oh, is that just like as Robin becomes Robin, basically, where just the Graysons get killed? Seems like it, yeah. Dick Grayson's origin tale. Okay, I mean, it's a strong origin tale. Don't 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 get me wrong, but I mean, just I don't know, man. Over so the edge is really one of the series good. most emotional and nailing the relationship between Bruce and Dick and portraying the tragedy of the Grayson's death with a heavy heart. That's uh, that, that's fair. It's done really well. I don't know if I'd put it over. Over the edge, though, man. It's also notable for the depiction of death, something that's rarely seen in the show, true. let alone children's animation. That is true. Show. That was pretty fucking crazy. You see the thinning rope with the trapeze. Mr. and Mrs. Grayson swing by, and then only a frayed rope swings back. Mm-hmm. That's pretty powerful. No, it's done really well, but over the edge is... There's a lot going on there. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Right. A lot going on. Right. Number two on their list. Almost got him. 
Is this the one where all the villains are telling their stories where they almost got Batman? Uh, yeah, about fighting Batman over a game of poker. Okay, yeah, no, that it's a fun, it's a really fun episode. Like, I don't know if I'd put it as number two, <laughs> but uh, it's a fun episode because like they're all talking about the times they almost got Batman, and then like it turns out one of them is Batman, and he like fucking kicks the table over, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, what's up?" Like, oh, okay. it's 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 fun. It's pretty funny and cool. Yeah. I don't know if I put that as number two, though. Like, everything else has been fucking super emotional and <laughs> yeah. beautiful. And then, like, it's kind of an anthology sort of, like, fun episode. Like, you get to laugh at it a little yeah. bit. It's a it's a great episode. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking shit on it whatsoever. And then, of course, number one. Art of Ice. Yeah. Mr. Freeze, that's, that's strong. I don't know if it's better than Over the Edge, though, man. Wow, really? I don't know. I definitely got to see that episode, then. Hey, it's the... Oh, look at that. That's the movie right under it. Mask of oh, Phantasm. mention. Mm-hmm. No, we, we can go back up to Hard Eyes first, though. Sorry about that. I mean, Hard Eyes is good, but oh, fuck, man. Over the Edge is really fucking... Like, to find out that, that... Like, maybe part of it is the fact that I know Barbara's story, that she becomes Oracle because she gets shit, like, shot in the spine and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's just something, like, really touching to know that, like, her greatest fear was hurting her father. But she still can't stop being Batgirl. She needs to be Batgirl because she knows it's bad. Maybe I just love those episodes where like they realize that like what I'm doing it might put other people in danger, like or it might hurt other people, but it's the right thing. In the end, it's worth it. And like I kind of like that, where it's just like you just kind of got to eat that shit sandwich and fucking do what's right. Yeah. Hard like eyes. podcasting with me. What are you talking about? I have a great time doing this. It's more like you podcasting with me. That's what you're doing. <laughs> this is your heart advice. <laughs> no, this this is a really good one, though. I will admit that. Hard Ice is amazing. This is also, like, literally what has become canon for Mr. Freeze's, like, origin story. Oh, yeah? Like, he was always kind of a whatever villain. Nobody gave a fuck about him. And then Paul Dini and fucking Bruce Tim were like, no, we could do something fun with this, I feel like. And then they wrote this and essentially won an Emmy for a cartoon show. And then, like, the DC comic books were like, yeah, that's what Mr. Freeze is from now on. That's okay. what's happening. Like, awesome. It's, it's the same thing for Harley Quinn. She didn't even exist in the comic books until Dini made her. Yeah, yeah, Mask of the Phantasm. Well, not technically an episode. We can't talk about the best of the animated series without giving this theatrically released feature film, really. Yes. Saw it in theaters, made my father take me. Huh. Mask of the Phantasm is one of the Dark Knight's most stunning big screen adventures. A dark and gothic tale of lost love and tragedy. Oh, it's amazing. Have really? you ever seen it? No, I've never seen it. Oh, it's fucking amazing. On Andrea, his like love at the time. Uh, no, I don't want to spoil it. There's a great fucking okay. twist ending. Let me just tell you, watch it. It's okay. amazing. I made my dad take me to this at the movie theater. Got it on VHS for Christmas. Ruined that VHS tape because I watched it so many times. Bought it again. Wow. And I think I own it on DVD now, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I think I do. Let me double check on that. If I do, I'm going to bring it over for you. All right. I love Batman the Animated Series, man. That's my favorite. Oh, it's so fucking good. That is the greatest iteration of fucking Batman. I'm, I'm going to have to buy the fucking Blu-ray. Yeah. I'm going to have to. And I get paid Friday, so... <laughs> you know what was really fun little uh, fun fact for Batman the Animated Series you might not know about it 
what gave it its distinct um, look, because I mean, you can tell when it's Batman the Animated Series. Like, oh, yeah. It has a, a distinct look. Do you know why that is? I do not. A lot of other animation at the time, they would use white paper and then color in the dark backgrounds. What Batman the Animated Series did, and this was Bruce Timm's idea and Paul 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 Dini's, mostly Bruce Timm because he was more of the artist. Dini was just the writer. writer yeah. He just happens to be a fucking amazing writer. Um, what they would do is they wrote, they, or not wrote, they penciled out and like did all the storyboards and then made all the animation cells was on black construction paper. And then they would use bright colors to color in the rest of the background. That's why it has such a popping, like dark kind of feel to it. And that's wow. where some of the, like the, the gothic thing came from is that the base of it is black. Like they would use black construction paper and then color everything in using like really bright colors. So that's why everything pops. That's why the yellow like always pops on, on Batman's chest and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what gave the animated series its distinct feel. Like that's exactly what helped it. Yeah, it's aged very well. Yeah, it's still uh, amazing to watch. Yeah, God, I could talk about Batman the Animated Series forever. I'm going to have to cut you off. We're going to have to. Okay, you can cut me off, but okay. I just want to say the first time you want to do a three-hour long episode, uh-huh. the week before then, I'm going to bring over my Blu-ray edition of the Animated Series. We're going to watch it. Okay. And then we're going to fucking, I'll talk for seven and a half hours. Yeah, we'll I don't make, even have to show up, really. We'll make I'll three just, fucking episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I no. just hit record and then just all, walk away. All you have to do is show up, hit record, give us our intro, and be like, uh-huh. we're talking about the animated series, and then you, you can just go. Okay. You you and Emma can go get dinner or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you guys are going to do, and yeah. I'll, just, I'll just be here. I'll just be hanging out. Don't worry about me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I will stop now. Sorry. Okay. It's a great show, guys. If you haven't seen it, go watch Batman the Animated Series. Seriously. Okay. It's one of the greatest things ever made. I'm going to keep giving you some love, though. <clears throat> oh, I get another fun one? Yeah, you do. Oh, boy. Your, uh, your buddy Jeff Johns. Yay! He spoke a little bad about him last week because he found out he's a producer on Titans. No, but, I, I didn't but speak this bad on him. This isn't, this isn't I was his... wondering how Titans sucks that okay. Jeff Johns is involved. Okay. that That's more clarity, then. Okay. But... He's starting up a Green Lantern Corps. We mentioned that a few weeks ago, and he's also I'm excited for that. Going to be starting up a new Shazam series. Oh, they're rebooting it again with Shazam number one coming next month. That's the one month. with uh, Shaquille O'Neal, and he's a genie. I believe so. Yeah, <laughs> that's about as much as I know about it. I don't really know anything about. No, Shazam. he's a wizard, yeah. and uh, he's a little kid. And then he says the word Shazam, and he becomes older, okay. and he's like like the Grand Wizard kind of thing. Well, not the Grand Wizard, because I think that's the guy who runs the KKK. Oh. But uh, yeah, he's like a super like he's like uh, think of him like Doctor Strange, kind of like Sorcerer Supreme sort okay. of style that that kind of thing. Well, he says this has gotten like dark and kind of a little bit too uh, off the rails lately, and he wants to kind of rein it back in, make it more fun, good, and show the adventure of magic in his new series. Excellent. He's quoted saying, I think often magic in the books can be connected to the darker stuff, like monsters, Swamp Thing, and Justice League Dark. And we're really going to a different side of magic, to the actual origin source of magic, which is wonderful and colorful and mysterious. Fun. Now, I feel like a couple weeks ago, there was a drunken podcaster who was talking about how you need to start going back to the fun Mm -hmm. of characters. So, as always, I'm right. Yeah. But he cited fantasy works <laughs> such as the Chronicles of Narnia, Alice okay. in Wonderland, and the Wizard of Oz as inspiration for how he's going to use Shazam to open doorways to other magical realms. I like it. Yeah. No, I mean, like, that's 
have some fun with the character, especially yeah. Shazam. He's a he's kind of a fun character. Like he's said, yeah, he's a kid, like, so yeah, that yeah. makes sense. He's I didn't realize like, that. Yeah, so. no, he's a kid, and then like he has like his little amulet, and he says the word Shazam, and he gets aged and turns into like the like super wizard that he becomes and stuff like that. Oh, okay. He's essentially teleporting, like or oh. time traveling, not teleporting. He's oh. time traveling. All right, he's like time traveling thirty. Oh, years it's actually him mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Okay. No, it's it, it it's the same kid. If I remember correctly, he's connected to the Greek gods. Oh, okay. At least he was at one point. I didn't keep up on a lot of Shazam. Yeah. I know at one point he was connected to, like, the Greek Parthenon, kind of like all the different gods and stuff like that. Like, he was using, like, Zeus's thunderbolts and he could control water because of Poseidon and stuff like that. So, yeah. all right. Which gives you a lot to work with in a movie. You can have a lot of fun with that. He does, yeah. So, I like it. Okay. Jeff, Jeff Johns is a great writer. Yeah. Uh,. We already talked about the Green Lantern Corps and how that mm-hmm. that can be great if they listen to me and just make fucking essentially uh, Law and Order SVU, but mixed with right. Guardians of the Galaxy and just do that because that's all the Green Lantern Corps is. They're just cops. Yeah. They're, they're fucking space cops. So okay, yeah. So it sounds like it's bringing some fun back to everything. But Shazam number one releases on November twenty eighth. Cool. I'm, I might have to check it out. All right. And I've never bought a Shazam comic before. Wow. Well, there you go. I've read some. I've well, I I read his Darkest Night run, but I don't really count that because I was just reading it for the Darkest Night run. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I might have to check into that. Okay. Kind of cool. To check back in with uh, some reporting that we did earlier, whenever there was the the DC Heroes in Crisis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. issue number one supposedly killed off a bunch of people. Yeah, they're trying and to restart were everything. Upset about again. that. Yeah. That's, that's so issue number two has dropped today, and uh. It sounds like it's still pretty rough. Uh, I don't want to read too far down and spoil too much. Like I said, I know you still read stuff, and you're right. probably going to check this out. But uh, issue number two explores the ongoing fallout of the tragic mass killing at Sanctuary. For one thing, writer Tom King and artist Clay Mann I don't know either of those reveal that the head. death toll is even greater than what was indicated last month, resulting in a reveal that will no doubt rankle many readers. Hmm. And that's where many of the concerns surrounding the direction of the series crop up. The abrupt, casual way Heroes in Crisis kills off fan favorite characters is upsetting. And that that is seems to be the intent. Har- Harley Quinn on that little picture that's right under us. Oh, by really? The way. Yeah, look at that. That's Harley Quinn. That's oh. Harley Quinn with Wonder Woman's lasso. Oh, with Batman uh, uh, around Batman's neck. See that the red and black legs? Uh-huh. That's definitely Harley Quinn. Hundred, hundred percent. Deadpool. No, that's Harley Quinn. <laughs> <clears throat> I know for a fact it's not Deadpool. Because he's Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> but they go and say that King and Man are framing the cycle of violence in this book as being as senseless and random and unsparing as mass killings in the real world. So they're really trying to I don't go know, for like man. A, like, yeah. like I said the last time that we talked about this, mm-hmm. um, I just it's one of two things where it just seems like they're kind of just because DC does this every three years. It it feels like we'll just do like a giant mass killing and then just restart every fucking. Uh, series which seeing as how shazam number one's coming out next month apparently that's what we're doing we're just going to do like the same thing as like crisis on infinite earth and Mm -hmm. zero crisis and uh fucking um crisis in time or whatever or rock of ages that that started all that where like all the multiverses closed in on each other like it's just like it feels like dc gets tired of whatever like run that they've made like whatever canon they've set up for that certain run Mm mm-hmm 
And instead of like, because they DC used to be real heavy with the multiverses. They were like fucking that. That was their favorite thing. They had a shit ton of multiverses. They were like Spider Man in that way, where there's like four thousand different Spider Men. Mm-hmm. There was four thousand different multiverses of every character in DC for the longest time. And then like they got sick of that, so they, they did that like Infinite Crisis or Crisis on Infinite Earth. Which got us to like the new fifty two where they collapsed everything into like no this is it this is our one storyline we're gonna mm. stick with this <clears throat> and then it feels like every you know year and a half two years they get tired of that one storyline they're running so we'll just kill everybody off and restart it again like it's like yeah. you can only give us the origin stories so many fucking times right like, let's write something new here man let's have some fun with it like we only wrote hell Batman before we started doing all this shit. Batman, you know, was first written like De- Detective Comics number one back in like the 30s, and then that was it for origin stories for Batman until fucking Frank Miller's year one in the 80s. So there was a 50 year fucking difference in between the origin stories of Batman. Mm-hmm. They did a bunch of multiverses and different shit and did like fun things like that. And it feels like instead DC's just like, yeah, we'll just do a brand new origin story every like two and a half years and we'll kill everybody off and we'll get new fans in here and like you can't do that because then like why would you ever invest if you know they're going to kill off that fan like they're going to kill off whatever storyline you're reading mm-hmm. is going to be done in 19 months like why why spend money on it why invest in it if you're just going to fucking destroy it afterwards yeah that's all I'm saying that is a really fun cover art though it is yeah and I'm sure we'll bring it up again like this is a limited series this is only issue two of nine We'll probably be checking back in. That is 100% Harley Quinn, though. Okay. I believe you. It's the black diamonds on the red leg. That's Harley Quinn's outfit. You don't want to argue with me on that. Or do I? I mean, you're going to lose, but you can't. Okay. And that is for sure the lasso of truth from Wonder Woman. Because of the way it glows? Yes. Okay. There's not another lasso in the DC universe that glows gold. (laughs) Unless they write something new. Why wouldn't Batman tell the truth anyway without the lasso? Like That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work. Oh. It actually, there's, um, uh, fuck, I forget what the actual run of it was. It was one of a, it was a different origin story run that that they did for, uh, the Justice League, where to show, like, trust in each other, they all grabbed Wonder Woman's lasso to tell them who they really were. Oh, really? And so, like, Wonder Woman's like, Diana, Themyscira, and, like, Superman's like, Clark Kent of Kansas, and then like the Flash is like Barry Allen of where the fuck Barry Allen's from, yeah. Century then, City, right, or something like that. I think so, yeah. And then Batman grabs it and goes, "Batman, Gotham City," because he's not telling a lie. He's Batman, because he's just that fucking good. People come complain about shit like that. They don't like the Bat God that was getting written for a while. I adore the Bat God. That is my favorite kind of Batman, where he's just like. Batman, Gotham City, and they're just and, and they're all like, you know, one tells your real name. He's like, that is my name. Let's go. We have work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Quit wasting time. Well, it's the same thing. There's a great moment in. Um, never watched the animated movie Justice League Doom. Yeah, yeah, you made me watch that one. Okay, yeah, that made me watch that one because yeah. that one's my favorite. Where like, yeah, where he has like the the intel on everybody. Yeah, he has the the, the, the computer intel gets hacked. On, yeah, uh, Mirror Master breaks into the Batcave and hacks his computer and gets all his... Because he has files on every hero who exists on how to take him down. Because he's Batman. He has a plan on how to take down everyone just in case. And then, uh, like, you know, everybody gets mad and, like, tries to k- kick him out of the Justice League at the end. Yeah. And, like, Batman's like, you know what? If you think that I was wrong, 
I'll leave. You don't need to kick me out. Forget this. And, like, gets up and starts walking towards the teleporter. And Superman runs up behind him. He's like, are you really that arrogant that you didn't make your own file? Like, what if you'd have went crazy? Who's going to stop you? And he just, like, looks at him and goes, why do you think I started the Justice League? And then just fucking leaves. It's just like, yeah, I needed every hero on this world to try to stop me. Because I assumed maybe you guys would be able to stop me. You fucking won't, but maybe you can try, you dummies. Get out of my face. I love Batman. It's evident. <laughs> he's, he's the best, man. So I know you already mentioned that you're going to be buying this anyway. Yes. But I wanted to bring it up because they've now uh, revealed the full list of all 20 games that are going to be on the PlayStation Classic. Oh, oh boy. So I didn't know if you'd seen that yet. I was going to run through them real quick. Final Fantasy VII, yep. already own that on my PlayStation 4 right now. There you go. Okay. Still have the PlayStation 1 copy of it as well. Okay. Tekken 3, nice. Okay. Never played a Tekken game. So. Tekken is one of my favorite uh, fighting games. Oh, really? It's a lot of fun. All right. Ridge Racer, didn't play that. Mm-hmm. Jumping Flash. Never, never heard of this. Never played that either. <laughs> Wild Arms, yay! That was one you were talking about before, right? The Wild Arms 3 is what I was talking about before, but okay. the series is good. Okay. Oh, Cool Borders? Fuck yeah! It was like during the same kind of like Tony Hawk sort of era of games, oh, really? but it was snowboarding. Okay. Oh, all right. That it, makes sense. It was a lot of fun. Battle Arena in Tashinden? Yeah. Never played. That's essentially Tekken with weapons. So that was Soul Calibur. Well, it was a glimpse of what Soul Calibur would one day become. Oh, well, there we go. So. I guess that was right. Okay. Destruction Derby. Don't remember playing that. Ooh, the original Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Top down Top in down, your face. Yeah. Intelligent Cube. I remember playing that on a demo disc for PlayStation 1. Oh, really? A demo disc you got from Pizza Hut. <laughs> okay. Do you remember back when they were doing that? This no. game was on there. Final Fantasy VIII was on there. And there was a couple other games. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I got a demo disc out of like a Pizza Hut fucking box. <laughs> All right. <gasps> the original Metal Gear Solid? Yep. Fuck yes. I love Metal Gear Solid. Do you like Metal Gear Solid at all? I do, yeah. I fucking adore those games. Haven't played one lately, but definitely played the hell out of the first two. Uh, well, what about the third one? Did you play Snake Eater? No, I never have. Oh, Snake Eater's good. I have four, but I only got like halfway through it. I've never played four. Kind of never never got a chance to play four. I've heard five is really good, but I haven't tried it yet. I think I own five. I don't think I ever played it, though. Yeah. I think I bought it because it was on sale for $20, and then I never downloaded it and played it. But I was mm-hmm. just like, Metal Gear Solid game for $20, done. <laughs> <clears throat> Mr. Driller, don't remember ever playing that. Yeah. Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. Okay, nice. I remember Munch's Odyssey. Rayman, yeah! It's hard Ray- to go wrong with a good Rayman game. Rayman's fucking dope. Resident Evil Director's Cut, that's what's up. I have the first Resident Evil on my PlayStation 4. It was the uh, the HD remake was one of the free games for oh, nice. play, PlayStation Plus a couple months ago. Yeah. Hey, Super Puzzle Fighter. That's what's up. Dude, Super Puzzle Fighter is the shit. You, you get high and play Super Puzzle Fighter, so much fun. Okay. Siphon Filter. That's, that's a fun one, game. They need to bring that back. Fuck yeah, they need to bring that back. That's a fun game. Revelations Persona. I don't remember that one. Speaking of games they need to fucking bring back, Twisted Metal. Yeah. We at least need like an HD remake of Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal is the shit. Yeah. That's awesome, though. Ooh, the original Rainbow Six? Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. Yep. That's not a bad little list there, man. I'm, yeah, not I'm, too bad. I fucking buy that. Breaks down to like, what, four or five bucks a game, so. 
Yeah. Definitely worth it. Although I owned four of those games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably the best four, but. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Well, I don't own the original Metal Gear Solid. Okay. So there's that. There you go. Which is a great game. Oh, my God. I love Metal Gear Solid so much. I can't believe you, you never played three, though. Snake yeah. Eater? Yeah. That was the shit, man. Has a great uh, James Bond style like theme song opening. I'm gonna show it to you whenever we get done podcasting. You're gonna love it. Okay. I promise. So there's a new Game of Thrones news this week. Nice. They're moving ahead with the prequel series. Oh, they're gonna actually do a prequel. Yep. Nice. It's set uh, thousands of years before the events of the. Game of Thrones series. Oh, they're doing like Star Wars style where you can just fuck with everything and yeah. it won't matter. Taking place during the Age of Heroes and tracing civilizations fall into the dark period that has been known as the Long Night. Oh, wow. So the first casting news is Naomi Watts is going to be one of the lead roles. Damn. Yeah. Going heavy. That is a big name. Mm-hmm. Huh. Not too many details, but her character will be a charismatic socialite holding a dark secret. Hmm. So she's a Targaryen, then. Could be. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was pretty, pretty big news. That's fucking her. insane, man. Yeah. Naomi Watts, like yeah. that bitch makes like actual movies, right? She makes money and like, she's good yeah. at what she does. Like, still does, like not washed up or anything. Yeah, so. no, it's, it's it's not like she's sitting around waiting for a call. Like yeah. people are calling her oh, all yeah. the time. I, that should be fun. I'm excited for that. Yeah. And then I already texted you earlier, but I did want to bring it up again. Okay. We've got our first video. Of? Uh, of Cavill. Geralt? Yeah. Yeah. I think it looks pretty good, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, so that's why I brought up this Destructoid article. They, uh, they're kind of mixed on it, so I'll let you go ahead and read through. Okay. Fabio, is that you? <laughs> with Netflix's The Witcher series rolling into production, we're getting a first look of, of Henry Kaivel as the show's lead, Geralt. As many of you have probably spent hundreds upon hundreds of hours staring at the game version of Geralt, this might feel a bit weird. Just get ready. And there's the video. You watch it again? Or? No, I've, okay. I've already saved it to my brain. So it's not bad, but I don't know if it's good. First off, he looks young as hell. Geralt is old and grizzled, while Calvell as Geralt is young and handsome and sexy. Okay, here's the thing, though. Let me already jump into this, because Destructoid yeah. clearly doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. The Netflix series of The Witcher did not say they were basing it off the games. They said they were going off the books, correct? Correct. The game, the first game takes place like 10 to 15 years after the last book. There is an age difference in between the book Geralt and the uh, game Geralt. And then there's a huge age difference between the first game and the third game, even. Like, there's oh, really? years have, like, passed in between that. Okay. So, like, to be bitching because he's a little too young looking, like, it, it, it's fucking stupid. That That's already stupid. Read the fucking book, maybe, and then come talk to me. Yeah. I think you'll like the rest of that sentence. So. Da, 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 da. He looks uh, First off, he looks young as hell. Geralt is old and griddle, while Cavell as Geralt is young and handsome and sexy, and his eyes look deep into your soul, and of course, I'll marry you, Henry Cavell. All you have to do is ask. Okay, well, we can't get mad at Henry Cavell for being one of the most gorgeous men on the planet. Yeah. That's not his fault. The point being, it doesn't feel very Geralt to me. Maybe the show will be about a, young, a younger Geralt, though the plot descriptions we've read don't hint at that. Well, I don't know. They said they were talking about the book, though. Yeah. 
And also, Geralt's supposed to be pretty fucking handsome. Like, people talk about him being, like, super hot during the books, even. Oh, really? Yeah, like, he, he goes to a... Uh, a uh, giant like sorcerer's like sorceress's ball with Yennefer at one point, which is not his true love, by the way. I know everybody says that it's Triss. Triss is the is the true choice, and you're all wrong if you don't pick Triss. Uh, anyway, so she like takes Geralt to the ball, and there's like a shit ton of different sorceresses there, like hating on him constantly and talking about how like cute he is and shit like that. So he's clearly a handsome man. He's rugged and fucking awesome. And Henry Cavell is rugged and fucking awesome. You seen the shoulders on that dude? Yeah. He's fucking jacked. Da, 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 da. What we really need to talk about, however, is the wig. I know this is clearly just a souped-up screen test, and fantasy movie wigs look terrible in those, but man, this one looks wiggy. I, I didn't think it looked that bad. Oh, yeah? I mean, we're not talking Fantastic Four wiggy. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but it's definitely not quite up to snuff. I don't know. This guy's being nitpicky just to be nitpicky. Hopefully when the show rolls around, the flowing locks will feel a bit more in place. Until then, I think the best thing this look has going for it is the casual swig of whatever drink that is, is at the end. That was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. The Witcher is set to land on Netflix sometime in 2020 for an eight-episode run. I don't know. This guy's being nitpicky just to be nitpicky, it felt like to me. Like, yeah, it looked a little wiggy, but he's under fucking, like, bright-ass lights. Like, not even production lights. He's just under, like, fucking bright-ass lights. Right. <clears throat> and it didn't even look that wiggy to me. Yeah. Like, does his hair look that much different than my hair, in all honesty? I mean, a different color. Well, No, but I mean, like, like hairstyle. Like, does it really look that much different than mine? It doesn't yeah. look that fucking wiggy. It's longer. Yeah, but, like, this guy is being... This guy's being nitpicky just to be nitpicky. I think it's going to be fine. I am praying to God this show is going to be good. I really want it to be I, I want it to be good so badly. Yeah. You're like me with the Wheel of Time series. I just want it to be good <laughs> so bad. It's not going to be, probably, but i got to hold out hope. So, See, I have hope because Henry Kaivel is a good actor uh-huh. and is also super fucking handsome. There you go. So worst case scenario, I'll just look at him shirtless the whole time. Okay. That's how I look at it. So I wasn't sure if you would remember that it was based on the book. So I also pulled up an article that IGN wrote in response to all the hate that everybody was giving, saying that uh, you know, there's reasons why. Why Geralt doesn't have a beard in the Netflix series. Is it the exact reason that I just mentioned? Because yeah, it's based on the book. Okay. It's based on the younger. There we yeah. go. I don't have to fucking read through this thing. Yeah. I already told you. Apparently they even pulled out a section of the book where he even asked somebody if he can borrow a razor. Cause Dandelion. He a beard. That's his best friend. Dandelion. Oh, really? He's the bard. He's his best friend. Okay. Yeah, he actually, he is not a fan of having a beard in the books. Because he's still young and things like that. And as he puts it, he scruffs up early and it makes him itch. So he, he usually shaves. So yeah, what did I just say? This is people who haven't read the fucking books, have no fucking, you know, thoughts towards what the character is. It's, yeah. oh, I played The Witcher 3. I played one fucking game in the series even. And he doesn't look exactly like that guy, which is fucking 20 years after everything else that is going on. Yeah. Fuck. They even got a screenshot here of how he's aged throughout the three games. So. What, what was I saying? We didn't even have to read this. I literally yeah. made all of these points before you even showed me this fucking yeah. article. Like I said, I didn't know if he would remember it all. So. And there's fucking even this dickheads. paragraph, so which you didn't mention, but. Series cast young version of Siri, Freya Allen. It's safe to assume the narrative will begin at an earlier point. Yeah, no, they're gonna begin probably gonna begin at where Siri begins, in all honesty. God, Henry Cavill has a fantastic chin, doesn't he? Look at that. He's got that fucking like 
I see why they cast him as, as Superman with yeah. that chin. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. And the hair. Like, that's a... Yeah, he has that Clark Kent curl. Uh-huh. Like, that's just natural. Like, he didn't even have to go to makeup for that. No, he's got great hair. Oh, it's yeah. thick. All right. Well, since it is Halloween... I wanted, really, I wanted to end on something kind of cool and I just want to point spooky. out how happy I am with the fact that I didn't look at what the next article was going to be, but yeah. I made all of this article's points just in my anger of fucking Destructoid trying to be douchebags. Yeah. Read a fucking book. Okay, so since it's Halloween, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to kind of get something kind of spooky to end on, and uh, I think it'll be a little, maybe a good debate here. I don't know how you're going to fall on the sides of the issue here. Okay. So let's jump into it. You're familiar with the movie The Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm One assuming. of my favorite films of all time. All right. It is the 25th anniversary of that movie. Oh, my God. Isn't that weird? I did not realize it was that old. Movie. Wow, that was literally bought for me. Wow. As a birthday present, or as a Christmas present. Though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I'm 26, so that all means right. for my Christmas, that was probably bought for me, because I remember owning that movie. That was another uh, VHS that I ruined, because I watched it so many times. So, apparently, Twitter has kind of blown up today, with a lot of people falling on different sides of the coin. Arguing whether or not this is a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? What do you think? The whole point of the movie is that it's both. That's literally the whole fucking point. It's it's both. You but can we have to it. argue. This is 2018. You pick okay. a side. Well, what side do you pick? Sorry, I apologize. Yeah. Well, what what side are are you on? I'm on the side that you don't hit that microphone again. I I apologize for that. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So what side are you on then? I'm Halloween. Halloween? I think so. I would consider it more of a Christmas movie than Halloween. Do you really? Movie. I wow. mean, I our think first fight. No. Let's get into this. All right. I I think it's both is what I think. I think, in fact, that is the entire fucking point of the film is that it can be watched on both Halloween and Christmas because that's literally Jack Skellington's fucking uh, course of a character is that he realizes you can like both things and it can be okay. So it's both. By the way, but if you want to argue, we can argue. You want to call it a Halloween film. Mm-hmm. The majority of songs are Christmas-based. Uh, I don't care. I don't watch it for the songs. The entire uh, main character, Jack Skellington, his entire fucking goal is to have Christmas. Uh, the movie literally ends on Christmas Day. Yeah, no, fucking roll your eyes at me. What does I he did. do? He delivers fucking presents and gets shot down by the fucking NASA or whatever the fuck it was. The Air Force shoots him down. Still happens on Christmas. So, I think it's both. But if you want to argue and say it's a Halloween movie, that is far more a Christmas movie than a Halloween movie. <clears throat> now, give me your fucking counterpoints. So, it's a scary movie. There is nothing Even scary from about the this The whole film. way through, everything is scary. Even when they're doing Christmas stuff, he's scaring people. He's scaring kids. They're using snakes instead of stockings. He's giving them creepy <clears throat> presents, headless dolls. He's freaking them out. But he's, he's giving them presents. He's trying to have Christmas. He's not trying to scare them. But he is, though. Every horror movie tries to scare you. He's not trying to scare them. He's trying to have Christmas. Nope. What do we this know? was my time to argue. Exactly Why are you jumping doing? in here? Why are you fucking dumb and not listening to the words that I'm saying? Because I'm old. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, okay. So it's Halloween Town. Everything is based on Halloween Town. The whole movie is set there until he comes to Earth or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween. Oh, oh, the whole movie's set there? Yeah. Uh, so he doesn't go to Christmas Land? No. 
No. No. That that doesn't happen. For like two seconds. I mean, for two seconds. He does two songs. No, he kidnaps Santa Claus and then that's it. He does two songs in Christmas Land. Probably one of the best songs of that movie is in there, which is What's This? That's fucking great. Next to Sally's What's love. This? It's a Halloween movie. That's no, what it is. What's it? What it is is both. That's the whole fucking point of the film. But if you really want to make me take the, the counter argument, it's more of a Christmas movie than it is a Halloween movie. All right. Well, let's break down what they thought. The case for Halloween. Okay. You read the case for Halloween. The Nightmare Before Christmas begins and ends in Halloween Town. It ends in The Earth. place where Halloween is manufactured every year by ghouls and goblins and all manner of frightening creatures. Ghosts and ghouls of everywhere. But since this is from the mind of Tim Burton, they're all charming, workaday folks who just happen to look scary and have creepy interests. But they are Halloween people. At the center of it all is Jack Skellington, the pumpkin king of Halloween. Yeah, I'm aware. A creative genius who has lost his drive. He's out of ideas. He's eager for a break. And when he accidentally, accidentally stumbles into Christmas Town, he finds that sudden <clears> burst <throat> of inspiration. Christmas excites him, but over the course of the film, he comes back around and realizes that Halloween is where his heart lies. Right, because he tried to have Christmas. So it's a Christmas movie about who you are. In other words, in the world of Halloween Town, Christmas is a fad. It's a passing fancy, a fun idea that didn't work and probably won't ever be attempted again. We don't know that. The purpose of Christmas was to make everyone realize that they don't need Christmas to be happy. They need to be true to themselves. They need to be true to Halloween. Yeah. Don't give me that fucking, like... Uh, I won. I just won. <laughs> this audience won? Is... That wasn't even your ideas. You're reading a fucking IGN article. I won. I'm going to come across this goddamn table and strangle you. Yeah. All right, go ahead and read your bullshit. Okay. Now, this is not my bullshit. I've yeah. already made my case that yeah. it's a movie for both. Yeah. Well, this is the IGN. Oh, yeah, there's one right under that. Look, motherfucker. I'm not even reading these things beforehand. Here's the case for Christmas according to IGN. The Nightmare Before Christmas has Christmas in the title, and that's not a coincidence. The protagonists are from Halloween Town, but the story is about their first interaction with Christmas and the impact that has on them and their community. If you call The Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie just because the protagonists are from Halloween Town, you have to take that argument to its logical conclusion. There are no Christmas movies, unless they specifically take place at the North Pole. Over the course of The Nightmare Before Christmas, Jack Skellington learns the true meaning of Christmas. He already understood Halloween. What he didn't understand is that Christmas is an entirely different entity. It's not just a creative outlet for artists like himself. It's a holiday with its own personality and its own messages. You can't just throw shonken heads in a box and call it Christmas. Christmas is a time for togetherness in the world of the nightmare before Christmas, and the film culminates with Jack overcoming his selfish artistic obsessions and realizing that he needed to appreciate the person who loves him and, by the end of the film, who he loves in return. His experience with Christmas is what changes Jack Skellington, Christmas makes him a better person. False. Fa what do you mean false? He's not, not better at the end. Have you not watched the film? He's for sure better in the end. Okay, so this is the case for both, which is obviously what it is. Do so you, we should both read it in unison? Do you want me to read it, or do you want to just live on what like I just said? Because what I said is, is true. It's wrong, yeah. No, what I said is true. We're in an argument right now. I can't agree with you. In my We're not life. even in an argument. You we agree, are. You agree with me that it's both. I don't. Really? I mean, honestly, like, let's not have the argument right now. It's slightly both. Which means it's both. No, slightly. It's it's a Halloween movie. 
you're being. I watch it on Halloween. I do not watch it on Christmas. I've never seen this movie on I, Christmas. I, I watch it in fucking February. I love this movie. I watch it every month. This is one of my favorite films. Let's split the difference. We'll make it a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> That's when I watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Really? Yeah. That's when my uh, grandma watches Planes, Trains, and Automobiles too. Yeah. Is, is Thanksgiving. See, I knew I liked her. That's After a great last film. episode. That was yeah. a great film. Yeah, no, she's a crazy bitch. I love yeah. her. Uh, do you want to read the argument for both? Do you want to just live on off? No, it's fine. I won, so that's good. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm going to disagree with that a little bit. Yeah? I just... I knew you would. I kind of set you up this whole time. Well, I mean, like, I feel like the whole point of the film is that it's both, and that, like, you can like both things and still be yourself. Like, isn't that, like, kind of the whole fucking story behind the fucking movie? It could be. Honestly, to, you know, full disclosure... I haven't seen this movie in like 20 years. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I watched it like two months ago. Okay. I own it on DVD. Oh, Oh, no, I own it on Blu-ray. Wow, okay. This is one of my favorite films of all time. Okay. I wasn't lying when I said that I ruined the VHS of that. I for sure ruined the VHS of it. My parents had to throw it away because I would watch it every fucking week. I love this movie. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't care how much of an Ebo douche. Like, I know I sound like the fucking founder of the Satanic Church right now, whatever yeah. the fuck his name was, Greaves. Yeah, Lucius. I'm sure I sound a lot like Lucius Greaves, but The Nightmare Before Christmas is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love the music. I love the animation. I love the story. I love the voice acting. It's both. It's a movie. You can watch that movie in June and still enjoy it. That's all I'm going to say. All right. All right. I love you. Love you, too. Take us home. <laughs> All right. You, it's you been a very long episode. All right, guys. I'm going to have to take like three weeks to edit this. Yeah, this will be a little bit. All right, guys. Thank you so much again for listening to the A to Z podcast. We have been the A to Z podcast. He has been Andrew. I have been Zach. I still am. I don't have to use past tense. <laughs> no, now we're in Christmas land. Damn it. <laughs> I want out. Seriously, though, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Hope we didn't ramble too hard. Uh, if you if you're feeling up to it, please give us a review on whatever app you're listening to this on. Uh, give us a review, like us, subscribe, do all the fun things like that. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter at the A Two Z Show, we uh, always post up what our new episodes are. We try to have some fun. We even threw up a Halloween picture up a up on that uh, like two weeks ago. Okay, so. And then uh, you can follow me at Melch Knows Best M E L C H Knows Best. Uh, I tweet a lot about uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas and hockey and drunk. And uh, if you want something a little bit more chill, you can follow at Big Guy ACV. That would be America's sweetheart Andrew. He's always there. Yeah. We Mostly love you just guys. Retweets, but hey, yeah, it's I'm, usually just him retweeting like me or the Twitter's subreddit. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, again, thank you so much for listening. We love you. Um, Make sure to have a great Halloween, even though this will be fucking like the middle week of November. Yeah, this will be Thanksgiving when I hear it. We are recording this on Halloween, so I'm just going to throw out positive vibes at you. Love you guys so much. You're the best. Thanks for listening. Keep it up. Thanks for listening. You're the greatest fans ever. Happy Halloween. Uh, Happy end of the midterm elections. Now YouTube ads can change back to good things. We love you so much. The Nightmare Before Christmas is a both- holiday movie don't ever forget that love you i'm gonna edit that out